Welcome to the Jubilee Plus podcast. Welcome back from me, Abby Thomas. We're doing well. Episode four is live and I'm very, very pleased to welcome a fellow northerner for this episode all the way from sunny Manchester. Woohoo! <laughs> welcome, Sam Ward. Yes, it's great to be here. How are you today? I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just, just fine. Just fine. Good. Yes. Uh, you are... I always do this awkward bit at the beginning, Sam, oh, yeah. where I have to tell you who you are, because if I ask you to tell me who you are, it'll take about six months. Yes. And we've got 15 minutes. Yes. So I'm going to tell you who you are. You're the <laughs> Director of Ministry for the Message Trust, which is a Manchester-based charity reaching urban areas. Is that mm-hmm. fair? You head up the Eden Network and the Message Mission teams, and you've been involved with Eden for 19 years. I think it's 22. Oh, well, you need to update your website then. Oh, is that what it says? <laughs> yeah, I moved in in the year 2000, so I've been oh, at it 22. Quite, a, quite a while, yeah. Very good. What is Eden? Eden is a, a relocation movement that sends people into urban neighbourhoods to uh, share the gospel, strengthen the church, that's a, that kind of stuff. Brilliant. You did that really succinctly. I should have asked you, you to introduce yourself. I do have a 25-minute preach available. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the topic. Can I afford it? <laughs> so, Sam, why are you here today? Why are you at the churches that change communities conference? Do you believe churches can change communities? I really do. Yes, I'm a big advocate for churches changing communities. I think it's important. I love Jubilee Plus, by the way. That's that's first and foremost. It's an important thing. Um, big fan of Natalie Williams. So where she is, I want to be. She's a complete ledge. And uh, yes, I, I totally have faith in the church. Actually, I believe that's the the model that Jesus gave us in order to see transformation come. So totally on board with that concept. And perma crisis is the oxford english dictionary word of the year yeah. great word where's jesus in the perma crisis i want to use that word today actually i think that's that, that's going to be one of the things that i talk about when we talk about um one of the questions i'm going to be asked in the question and answer session will be around the state of the nation at the moment and perma crisis is the word but where is christ in it that's i think that's a flipping epic question and i'm trying to stall to give myself time to think <laughs> <laughs> ultimately um, Jesus is aware of crisis. Jesus uh, knows all things. He knows our uh, failings, our weaknesses, yet without sin. I think Jesus is always amidst it, isn't it? Christ is the one who who chooses to place himself amidst hardship, difficulty, suffering, pain. Where those things exist, we should expect to find Christ. Uh, and so amidst permacrisis, Christ is there, and we've got to look for him. And th- that's the that's the difficulty, I suppose because we tend to have our eyes drawn towards crisis and not towards Christ. Christ is in the crisis. The church's job is to identify the presence of Jesus and 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 and, and show the church, show the world what he can do while he's there. Well done for a, an impromptu <laughs> answer to a difficult question. <laughs> and what have you, this is another good question for you, Sam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What have you learned through your mistakes this year? Oh, blimey. I'm good at making mistakes. I think, um, I think, I think mistakes is 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 a, a perpetual thing with me. Um, oh, I'm trying to think what kind of big mistakes I've made. You don't have to to name them. Well, you well, can is name it confessional? Them. Is it? Is it, it, it can be confessional <laughs> if you want it to. But well, I haven't put the, the you know the dividing board <laughs> up. <laughs> On January first, I uh, <laughs> committed the following sins. Um, I think. Oh man, I need more time. I need okay, more time. Sorry, was that a difficult question? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that if you want to. Yeah. Um, what are you hoping to communicate at this conference today, and what are you hoping to receive? 
I really want to communicate that there is hope. I think we can easily get drawn into fear. Um, and I think we really need to steer everybody back to there is an answer. Christ has got the answer. And I, I was looking the other day at Isaiah 60. And um, right early on, it talks about uh, arise, shine, your light has come. That bit, we know it well. And then it talks about darkness covering the earth. And then it talks about, but the glory of the Lord will be displayed. And I, I think this is a season where we can get drawn to darkness or we can raise faith and expectation that the glory of the Lord will shine. And, and I think really I want to bring a message where people begin to say, actually, I don't want to be fearful about this season. I want to have greater expectation of what God is going to do at this time. That's what I want to do. Uh, that's what I want to communicate. What am I hoping to learn? Well, there are some incredible people on the lineup here. Uh, the, the seminars look <laughs> ace. So I think there's, there's one particular seminar, which I think is like how to help without hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, man, I'm excited about that one. Because I think maybe coming back to your, your previous thing, one of the mistakes I've made is I think I've emptied myself without necessarily filling myself up properly. So I think we pour ourselves out thinking that's the right thing. And I just wonder whether there's times when I've done detriment to both my mind and my heart in the way that I've attempted to work. Work feeling justified in the right thing and we just step up and all that stuff. But unless I'm finding a way of continuing to restore my soul, then um, we put ourselves in danger. So maybe that's the thing for me. Mm. Um, being around a load of people, all having a good go, but how can we really be stirred on to continue to do the things of God and still strengthening who we are on the inside so that we can give from the place of rest and all that stuff, work from the place of rest, yeah. I have the absolute privilege of knowing your wife. Whoa, and me too. your children who are incredible. Mm. Would you mind sharing, um, if it's not too personal, mm. something from your community that you've seen, um, some hope that you've seen in your community this year? Yes, yes, I, I, I would happily do that. Um, I suppose there's a number of different things that I've seen. I, what's beautiful is that my house is part is right on the park, the local park, uh, and so we see everything that seems to pass by our community for good and for ill, mm. and there are both. Um, but I suppose I've seen a community band together, particularly around one particular family who. Uh, lost their son to tragedy a few years ago um, and this mum is very very keen to to do something to help the community remember her her son and um, just seeing the community gather to around her to support her and encourage her as we develop this strategy for remembrance has been very very special amidst difficulty where everyone's busy loads of stuff to do just some precious things as this woman is championed and celebrated and supported mm. those those are the things that are very special for me at the moment mm. brilliant thank you sam okay so your final question you've got a choice yes do you want a ridiculous question <laughs> a serious question or a personal question i feel like i've asked you quite a few personal questions <laughs> I, I know you better than i know the previous two interviewees so i feel like i've given you a bit of a hard time <laughs> oh mate i think you've got there for you you could choose i don't mind i can i'm happy with the ridiculous no come on you've got to choose oh 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 we've got them in got front them of here. us yeah so ridiculous serious personal well, we've done personal i i think we've done serious let's go with ridiculous ridiculous okay i'm gonna pull one out for you oh, okay wow. what is your opinion of garden gnomes 
oh, well, I, I know a number of people who look like them. I've got, I've got <laughs> one particular, I've got one particular colleague who I think really resembles him. Have you told this? No, he doesn't know. Okay. And I, I, I should probably not name him. No, don't but, name him. But Jamie Bolton from the Grocery <laughs> Network is, um, <laughs> he's very gnomish. Someone, my neighbours have put a gnome, which is like a gnome bending over, revealing its bottom on the garden fence between our houses face towards us, your house which i find absolutely passive aggressive <laughs> and i find I, i'm deeply offended by have it have you spoken to them about it no <laughs> <laughs> i've also got but the this the same house now now with new neighbors uh used to have um uh a number of garden gnomes and then the statue like a statue of i think a pope holding christ and um then one of the other neighbors chopped its head off so it was this he- he- headless figurine icon a catholic icon in the garden which um i just i love so um, um, i'm, I'm tr- a, a i was fan. trying to work out whether that was like um a mocking statue or so it was like a serious statue oh no yeah 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 um apart from the fact it was amongst the gnomes yeah, yeah but i think it was like padre pow or something like that you know with and then carry it holding a baby christ but it became soon headless Decapitated. Wow. What, a, what yeah. a story. Yeah. Sam Ward, have a great day. Thank you so much. It's great to be with you. Underneath the shelter of your